What up, people? It is Tuesday, November 17th in the year 2020. Two weeks ago today was election day, the very election that is still not certified and we don't know what the hell's going on. Just think back to what your life was like two weeks ago today. You woke up that morning, you thought, oh, it's all gonna end tonight. Maybe my guy wins, maybe my guy loses, but realistically, we have a solution, we'll have an outcome to this thing and we can all move on with our lives. We can be locked down again, live in our basement forever. And that would be that. Instead, everything's chaotic and psychotic. And here we are, it's two weeks later, we got about six, seven states that aren't certified, and there's a lot of wackiness going on. So we're gonna cover a bunch of stuff today, uh, because as I've been saying to you guys for the last couple days, at some point here, the Trump people, the rubber meets the road. You gotta actually show the evidence. You can't just say, oh, we've got some affidavits, we've got some rumors about Dominion software and a bunch of that kind of stuff. You gotta actually show us something, and it sounds like they are actually getting close to showing something. Uh, Trump lawyer Sidney Powell's been on TV a lot and she is making it sound like she's got some major stuff. Maybe she doesn't, maybe she does, but that is what it sounds like. And Rudy Giuliani has been doing the same and he's sort of heading up operations on the election side uh, for Trump right now. So we're gonna go into that. Uh, Giuliani was on Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business and had some, some interesting hints. And this is a guy who did fight the mafia in, in New York City, in the state of New York and all over New York City and, and actually did kinda, kinda beat the mafia before he was mayor of New York, people forget about that. So we're gonna, uh, we're gonna talk about that, obviously the election update. Then, more lockdowns, people. Sure, the virus, more than 99% of people survive. And uh, you know, sure, they keep telling us that we've gotta do these things and then these things either work or don't work, but then they just use those excuses. For, for more and more lockdowns. Uh, Michigan has come out with a graphic, because you gotta do everything in graphics these days. People are stupid, they can't just read things, you need graphics. Michigan has a graphic that we're gonna show you that uh, it just none of it makes sense. And then finally, the Great Reset. Have you heard about this thing? This is sort of like the globalist plan to change everything. And it's sort of been lurking in the background and if you had been talking about it a year ago, people would have said you're Alex Jones. Well, now everyone's kind of talking about it, and Tucker was talking about it last night, and Justin Trudeau, the man-child Prime Minister of Canada, uh, he brought up the Great Reset and sort of might have kind of lifted the curtain a little too much as to what we're not exactly supposed to see, the peons like me and you, so we're gonna play that clip and, uh, and talk about that. Uh, before we get to any of it, guys, I wanna talk to you about GlintPay. I've been mentioning GlintPay to you guys and don't worry, this is not my actual card. This is a mock-up card, but I do have my own card in my wallet, so don't try to zoom in and get me. Uh, Glimpay is, is really fantastic, guys. This operates as a normal debit card, but you can use actual gold or you can use your hard-earned cash. You can jump back and forth using the app and you can pay for a cup of coffee. I used it at Starbucks yesterday. I actually went to Starbucks and I got a coffee. It was very fancy. Uh, I, as you saw last week, I went on Amazon, I, I got a new basketball, I got some new sneakers, and you decide whether you want to pay in gold or in cash. You can buy gold, you can sell gold, and it's really just an interesting way of getting some of your finances sort of locked into to perhaps a way that's a little closer to how you believe 
uh, things should be done because obviously we live in some strange times and if we're going to be paying off everyone else's college debt and everything else, the dollar is in a bit of a weird spot. Glint Card is issued by Sutton Bank, which is a member of FDIC pursuant to license from MasterCard International. It's free to sign up, so go to glintpay.com slash Rubin for more information and to start purchasing gold today. That's glintpay.com slash Rubin to get your gold today. And now back to me. All right. Election time, here we go. So Rudy Giuliani was on Maria Bartiromo yesterday on Fox News Business. And, you know, as I mentioned to you a moment ago, like we can talk about voting irregularities. You can talk about, you know, the observers that couldn't get close enough. You can talk about the Dominion voting systems and all of these things. And we can talk about it and you can all, we can all look back to election night again two weeks ago tonight, uh, two weeks ago today when you know Trump was ahead in all of these states and they all stopped counting at once. So all of these red flags are up there, but none of that means that there was, was widespread fraud, that none of that means that the election results weren't right. But they've been hinting at all of this stuff. And I think we're basically at the point in the next couple of days, we're basically there where Bartiromo has to, Bartiromo, where, where the Trump team, in effect, has to show the proof, right? Like the proof is in the pudding, guys. Let's show the proof. So let's throw to this clip. Uh, this is Giuliani on Maria de Bartiromo on Fox Business, and then we'll do a little unpacking for you. Do, do you do you need <laughs> to have that hardware in your possession to prove it? Do, can you prove the case without the hardware on, or the software? We have people uh, that I can't really disclose that can describe the hardware in great detail. We have some of the people, former government employees, our government employees and others that were there at the creation of Smartmatic. They can describe it, they can okay. draw it, they can show it. And then we have proof that I can't and, disclose yet. But I'm, I'm, I'm confident, I'm confident that, yeah. that. Go ahead. And this has to be examined, Maria, beyond this election, which I believe will get overturned. But beyond this election, this whole thing has to be investigated as a national security matter. And, and the governors who gave uh, contracts to this company never bothered to do any due diligence. I mean, I can't imagine you would give a contract to a company if you went one step further and found out it's really being run by people that are close to Maduro and Chavez. I can't imagine you would do that unless you're out of your mind. So you, you only have a few weeks, Rudy, because they want to certify the state elections early December. Do you believe you will be I able to prosecute and be heard within this time frame? Of course. And I can't imagine how a state legislature can certify based upon ballots where we had no opportunity to inspect. And it was done deliberately. OK, so there, there's a bunch of stuff there. And I apologize for our little technical hiccup. Everything's under control now. Um, Rudy is basically saying we have employees, we have insiders who are at Smartmatech. Now, that is the company that owns Dominion software. Those are the voting machines. They're making it sound like they have people there that were there for the creation of it, and that we are going to find out if some untoward, if some dishonest stuff is going on. On top of the fact that he's saying we've got a bunch of other things, and there's a lot of shady connections to all of this. So, okay, we're basically there, right? Like everything sort of feels like it's whittling into something. And now in the next couple of days, you, you gotta drop it basically, because as Bartiromo points out, you know, the election results have to be uh, certified in by, I think it's December 13th. Uh, otherwise, then we open up a whole other uh, Pandora's box of stuff. So there, there's a whole series of things that are going on here. As I mentioned earlier, Sidney Powell, who's Trump's 
lawyer. She's been all over TV talking about major, massive fraud. Now look, I'm not telling you that any of this stuff is true. I'm really not, okay? I don't know. Believe it or not, I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is when, when mainstream media ignores these stories, Rudy Giuliani, say what you want about Rudy Giuliani. As I said before, he was uh, associate attorney general in New York, fought the mafia. He was, um, no, I'm sorry, he was associate attorney general of the United States of America. That was under the Reagan administration. But he was also uh, a lawyer in New York State who fought the mafia. The guy has done a tremendous amount, leading us through 9-11, everything else. Now, he's putting his whole reputation on the line here if he believes this is legit. So the idea that you're going out there on television shows and you're saying, we've got the stuff, we've got the stuff, well, okay, then we're pretty close to, to the drop time. Uh, Sidney Powell also, um, she was, I think, Michael Flynn's lawyer as well. So these are people who have reputations, and they're putting those reputations on the line. If the mainstream media won't cover it, I mean, this is another one of those weird things, where when the mainstream media doesn't cover something, that's usually when I'm like, oh, well, then something actually must be going on. One of the interesting things, I don't know if you guys are noticing this, but right now, you know, this morning there was this another big tech hearing, and it's just a bunch of bloviation because nobody's going to do anything. They didn't do anything before the election. They're not going to do anything now. Again, I like guys like Ted Cruz who are grilling the hell out of Jack. But it's like, what's the purpose of all of this? You guys absolutely aren't doing anything, and we're potentially either entering, entering this lame duck session with Trump, or it's just, it's too late. It's too late to make anything happen. Um, but one of the things that I've been noticing is when I open my phone now and you see like, you know, the latest news or whatever, I try to shut most of the notifications off. But even on like the Twitter stories, they're much less talking about the election now because they're really trying to say to you the election is just over and I'm seeing more like pop culture nonsense and a bunch of that. So they're not even giving you the, oh, Giuliani is saying we got the evidence stuff. They're just, they're just trying to ignore stuff. Uh, and as I've been saying for a long time and I write about and don't burn this book, one type of fake news is the stuff that the media won't touch. So anyway, look, it's Tuesday, November 17th, two weeks after the election. Okay, we've had two weeks. We still don't have certified results. We've had all these weird things coming out. They're trying to build a case. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, you got to drop that info. You got to drop that info the second you got it. And it's like, well, they're actually trying to build a case. And as I said, Giuliani was a prosecutor. He knows how to build a case. So you don't just keep just dropping little things, right? You got to try to go for the big fish and put the whole case together before you present it. So I suspect that's probably what Giuliani's doing here, but maybe there's nothing here and, and we're all being played. But I think it's at least worth talking about, right? And, and that's just simply not what they're gonna do. And I just wanna add one other thing to this, which is let's throw up this, uh, this tweet from Nancy Pelosi. This is May of 2017. And what did Nancy Pelosi say in May of 2017? She said, and I quote on the Twitter, May 16th, 2017, our election was hijacked. There is no question. Congress has a duty to protect our democracy and follow the facts. She even used the hashtags there, so you know she's serious. Protect our democracy. Follow the facts. Now, it turns out it was all made up. The election was not hijacked. Russia did not install Donald Trump as president. We went through a sham impeachment, all of the stuff with Ukraine. It was all a load of bunk. But who was undermining the elections? That's the Speaker of the House, right? That's the Speaker of the House. That's the majority leader right there telling us, as virtually all of the Democrats did, that our election was hacked last time. 
This time we're not even allowed to talk about it. And if you do talk about it, what are they gonna do, people? They're gonna put you on a list. I'm pretty sure I'm on the list already. That's, that's all right, that's all right. Um, anyway, the point is the hypocrisy no, no, knows no bounds and it, it is getting harder and harder. That reality war is here. It is getting harder and harder to figure out what is true because if you're just watching stuff and they're not even telling you about it, you can't even, you can't even frame what you're thinking about correctly. And I'll just keep talking about it and you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but before we get to story number two, people, what do millions of Americans and three former U.S. presidents have in common? They all agree that bowl and branch sheets are the softest and most comfortable pure organic cotton sheets on earth. Bowl and branch cotton is rain fed. Rain fed, that's real. Pesticide free and carries the highest organic certification. That's why it's so soft because they work with family owned mills all over the world to expertly weave every set of bowl and branch sheets with the highest level of craftsmanship. craftsmanship. It's quality you can feel the moment you open the box. I love my bowl and branch sheets. I'm telling you guys, these things are super, super soft and they're cool. You know, I'm here in LA, it's warm, they're nice, they're cool, they're light, they're fluffy. And since they sell directly to you, bowl and branch sheets start at just $160. They're thousand dollar quality for a fraction of the price. Plus, you can sleep on them for a month absolutely risk free. Right now, you'll get $50 off any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with promo code RUBIN, spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com, promo code RUBIN for $50 off your first purchase. bowlandbranch.com, promo code RUBIN. Restrictions may apply. See bowlandbranch.com for details. And now back to me. All right, we've talked about the election. Legally, that takes us into COVID. That's what you have to talk about next. So we know that these lockdowns are coming. I covered the ridiculous story of Gavin Newsom, our uh, wonderful governor here in California, who's going to basically a thousand dollar a plate dinner up at one of the fanciest restaurants in all of California with 12 people indoors. Uh, but now he, he didn't mean to do it and he's sorry, but you know, you shouldn't have Thanksgiving with grandma. Um, so we're just seeing the ever-expanding hypocrisy of our politicians who they want certain rules for how you behave, but of course they don't. I just saw a video this morning of Dianne Feinstein in uh, the Senate chamber and she's walking around without a mask. We've got Schumer out during the rallies when they, uh, you know, after the Biden win, he's out there without a mask. You got Lightfoot in Chicago, she's out there without a mask. These people are, are all ridiculous, absolute abject, abject hypocrites. You've got Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, and we're going to talk about Mich Michigan now, who months ago is telling people that they can't garden in their own lawns while she's doing birthday parties for her husband. I mean, these people are absolutely ridiculous, and they should have no power over all of us, uh, or any of us, I should say. Let's throw to this new image that has comes to us from Michigan. This is the COVID-19 Pause to Save Lives program. So uh, here's what they're going to do. We are open for two household gathering, high precautions, meaning I guess you can have one set of people who live together in your home because you've got one group of people that live in your home and you can have one other group of people who live in your home. If you had a third group of people, I guess they can shoot you. That's one thing. You can have small outdoor gatherings, 25 people. Uh, now, I don't know where they come up with these numbers. This is the, sort of the endless thing. So you're saying, okay, 20 people's cool, 30 people isn't. We're just gonna say 25, but we're supposed to pretend that means anything. 
Uh, preschool through eighth grade, that's good to go, and that's the local district's choice. They can decide, well, I do like local choice, so I'll give you that. Childcare is good to go. Manufacturing, construction, and other work that is impossible to do remotely. So I guess if your job is impossible to do remotely, you can't spread COVID, it's incredible. So if you have a hammer and you need to whack something in, you can't spread COVID. I have it holding a hammer and uh, spreading COVID. Those things don't work together. Public transit is fine. Hair salons, bar barbershops, and other personal services, those will all be fine. Gyms and pools for individual exercise. So you can't spot anybody. We're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna be bench pressing and just breaking their neck because they're gonna drop the, uh, the weights on themselves. Restaurants and bars can do outdoor dining, takeout, or delivery, so you can't even social distance if you, if you take a restaurant at 33% capacity, at a third capacity, basically. We're not even gonna allow you to do that anymore, so we're gonna destroy all the restaurants. Professional sports are allowed without spectators, so professional sports, so that's good. The, the professional athletes can still make all their money. Uh, apparently, amateur sports or school sports, no, 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 we're not gonna allow that. I guess professional athletes are more immune to COVID, that makes sense. Uh, parks and outdoor recreation are okay, but does that include playing a sporting event at a park? Can you do that? I'm not sure about that. Uh, funerals, we're gonna cap them at 25 people, which that makes no sense to me because you're already at the funeral home. So it's like if you're gonna kill a couple people, I mean, now we're saving costs because it's like, all right, we get 30 people there, five of them drop dead, you can just start burying people right then and there. I get it, the funeral home is not the cemetery, but you know they have some people there that could facilitate the whole thing happening. Uh, and then, of course, healthcare services, that'll be fine. Now, here are the things that are not open, okay? Uh, not open, high schools for in-person learning, right? Because we're just gonna sit all the kids at Zoom where they, nobody can see anybody, they can put up fake avatars, and we're gonna pretend that they're learning, okay? It's just a load of bunk and nonsense. Also, please, people, show me the numbers. Are high school kids spreading COVID to each other and getting sick in, a, in obscenely high numbers and that thus killing people? Or are we actually destroying our ability to teach young people? I sense it's the latter. Uh, colleges and universities, in-person learning, no, 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 no. Not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Uh, workplaces where work can be done from home, so that again, if you have a hammer, you're good to go, but if you're just some peon at an office, you're screwed, stay home forever in your basement. Uh, restaurants and bars, uh, they are not open. Again, it's just, just the indoor dining thing. Organized sports except professional sports. So I got my answer to the earlier question. Organized sports except professional sports. So that means if you're a professional basketball player, I know the NBA season's done, but they'd let you play on a court and you're good to go. But 10 kids, even if you, you know, did a temperature check on all of them and said, okay, you kids can get out there. You're all healthy. You, you can play basketball now. They're not allowed to do it. That, that makes sense. So let's just keep them home all day, right? Like let's just keep them in the dark and on their computers all day long. That, that seems better. Uh, theaters, movie theaters, stadiums, and arenas are all closed, goes without saying. Bowling centers, I call them a bowling alley, they call them bowling centers. Ice skating rinks and indoor water parks, that's it. None of those are gonna be happening. Bingo halls, casinos, and arcades. Who wrote this? The, all of your local bingo halls are closed, people. I do enjoy bingo, but it's just kind of funny that the bingo halls are closed. Uh, casinos and arcades. So, you know, if you've been waiting around for the, you know, the new Miss Pac-Man, <laughs> you're screwed, people. Uh, and finally, group fitness classes also. So it's like, get a Peloton or, you know, you're screwed, okay? Peloton time because you can't go to the gym.
Anyway, every day we see more and more of this stuff, and I am not sitting here, as I've said to you guys a million times, I'm not sitting here as someone that is denying that COVID is real, but why are we trusting these people at this point? They get everything wrong, two weeks to flatten the curve, months go by, now they want more restrictions. Gavin Newsom here in California was, was looking at a study from Saudi Arabia to see what curfews might do for us, because I guess if you can just lock us all home at 10, that somehow stops the spread, and I'm glad they're getting that information from Saudi Arabia. It's like, we, we are really dealing with something that is unprecedented, and I, and I think, well, we all know that, right? We all know that we're dealing with something unprecedented, but it's like, how far can they push us? Can they say, we are literally going to monitor how many people you have in your house, how many families, quite literally, how many families of people you have in your house? You know, this is, this is the time of year, rolling into Thanksgiving and into Christmas. This is the time when we're supposed to give thanks. We're supposed to be appreciative. We're supposed to be around family. You know, one of the things that social media did, it was supposed to make us social, but in many ways it made us more antisocial and it locked us on our phones and kept us away from people and started making us hate people instead of love people more. If there was ever a time in the world, I mean really, if there was ever a time in your life where we needed a Thanksgiving, doesn't it kind of feel like this is the year to do it? Like this is the year where you should sit around a table with some family members and some friends and maybe you agree with them on some stuff and maybe you disagree with them on some stuff and maybe you talk politics, but believe it or not, maybe you don't talk politics. But like we actually get to break bread with, with human beings and say, boy, we're really thankful to be here in America or you know, if, you, if you celebrate it in another country, you know, just that, that we're thankful for freedom and all of that stuff. Like was there, is there ever a year in your life that maybe it was more important than this year? Not in my life. I was born in 76, been a long time, okay? I'm no spring chicken over here. So you see my point, guys, that they're, they're taking away all of the things that tie us together. And then they're just keeping us online all the time. And then, and then eventually they'll just start censoring the hell out of us online. And we won't even know what it'll be like to see, to see another person. But if we, had, if we had true public servants that actually cared about us, then they would be out there every day saying, these are the reasons we're doing these things. Because when we did lockdown, we saw the rate go from this to this. And then we let it out and you know, we opened up and then we saw this happen, but they don't tell you any of this stuff. They just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And, and by the way, I don't think that's some grand conspiracy. I think this is sort of what power is. I mean this at a, at a sort of high level. Like power, once it starts getting power, it just starts spreading and growing and morphing, right? And then it's just, it just takes everything. And good people just sit there and they're like, oh, I, you know, I wanted to have Thanksgiving with the family, but... Uh, you know, half the family won't show up because they're afraid because they watch CNN all the time. And it, it, it ain't good, people. We got to figure out how to deal with this thing. Um, but this is a perfect segue into the, into the third story that I want to talk about because uh, this, this great reset uh, phrase has been being bounced around on Twitter a lot. It's not something you're going to hear about uh, in, in the mainstream news, at least yet. You won't hear about it until they've accomplished all of their goals. Uh, but Justin Trudeau was being interviewed, and he talked about the Great Reset in relation to COVID and lockdowns and just sort of everything that's happening economically and every other way. So let's take a look at the clip. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. 
Um, did, did you catch that? Now, obviously, there's a lot more to it, but this is a time because of COVID to accelerate our pre-pandemic plans to change our economic systems. Did we have those plans pre-pandemic? Does anyone remember us all? And what he says, when he says we, he means the world. He doesn't mean Canada specifically. Yeah, it'll happen in Canada under that buffoon. But what they're talking about is to literally upend the world systems. And he's telling you, yeah, we're using COVID as the excuse. So when I tell you that they want just these endless lockdowns and just to keep ascertain, uh, accumulating power and the rest of it, it's like, this is not made up stuff. And in a weird way, we all feel like conspiracy theorists, but, but you're, only, you're only not a conspiracy theorist if, if you're blind in a way, right? Like, I'm not saying all, like they're just coming for like, there's this group of 10 people and they're sitting there and they're smoking and they're discussing all this stuff, but, it, but they kind of are at the same time. This, this is really nutty stuff. I mean, think about what he said, accelerate our pre-pandemic plan to change economic systems. So they're telling you we are using COVID to severely alter how the world will be after COVID. And then when we install, Chuck Schumer's words, when we install Joe Biden as president, this guy with dementia who's just going to bring in all of these plans. And again, we're already bringing critical race theory back, Title IX. We're going to, he, Joe Biden, they just announced they're going to have like a, a systemic, they, they're hiring like a group of systemic racist experts that really sounds like a thing systemic racism experts like yeah they're experts in racism and they are going to put it in the system that's what they're going to do uh there's something weird going on here but anyway i didn't want to do too much on this story because i want you to google it and do a little research for yourself and we'll talk more about it over the next couple days and probably the next couple weeks and perhaps we'll be living under this new authoritarian regime soon enough and then we won't be able to talk about it uh, but I want you to Google the Great Reset, do a little research, World Economic Forum, see what you think, see what you think, and, and listen to what they say. That's the point. Like, he's kind of telling you, hey, we had plans to make something go down, and now we got a great opportunity because of COVID. Like, whoo, lordy, lordy. All right, people, I got to jump. I got a few meetings today and a bunch of interesting things happening, which uh, I sort of referenced yesterday, but there's some good things happening that I'll hopefully be able to share with you guys in the next little bit. World's a little nutty, but, but don't you go nutty. It's gonna be all right. More tomorrow. See ya.